0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome along to the latest edition of the Endless Celts podcast. It's just my deadly Joe partner that's on me tonight night again. We're a wee bit more punctual than Stephen. even I think we might have just made the time we were saying we were coming on. Tonight. <laughs> it was no, it's not a lottery like Friday. Um, anyway, just before we kind of get get started, Stephen, just welcome everybody into the the comments. There's a wee bit more than the the two that joined us live on Friday as well. Um, but. How you doing how was your weekend mate
1: ah mate the weekend was was great uh seen the kids and i spent a lot of time with them obviously um celtic winning last minute at at fair park and obviously the the events have transpired across the other side of the city which i'm sure we'll probably gloss over a few times this evening and you're right to be fair franny it seems like it's it's us two on the daily now like (laughs) no one was there friday we pulled up for it i mean we're on tonight we're looking forward to having a wee chat but before we go into it, I do think we should have a wee, just a brief silence for a fallen, a fallen comrade who sadly lost his job on the other side of the city. Look, he's even pointing at his own accent. <laughs> Our Mr. Brendan Rogers in the background as calm as ever. The mole is away. Agent Michael Beale has left the building. And I just thought that would be a funny thing to get the, the viewers and the comments going. But, yeah, as you said, buddy, good weekend. What about yourself?
0: Ah, it was all good. I kind of spent, the, spent a lot of it watching the golf, Stephen. <laughs> if truth be told, obviously, watched the football and stuff, but spent a lot of time in front of the telly watching the Ryder Cup, which I thoroughly enjoyed. And it was a it could have, Europe could have ran away with it on Saturday, but America kind of got a nice wee, currently got a nice wee point. In it, and then they came out all guns blazing Sunday, so it was, it was very interesting. Know that you care. Ah uh, jot about that, steve
1: Do you know what to do, care about Do you know what to do, care about The super six competition that's going Go on at the minute. Go for it. And that. we'll bring I up the table. I didn't
0: care about that
1: either. Well, because you're not even in the running for it no more. Because Kieran is number one. He's not. Anthony done off top spot. Kevin Gallagher comes in a third. Mark Robertson comes in a fourth. Now Thomas fifth. William Daven creamed up the table at sixth. Joe Finley seventh. Jamie Latimer, 8th, Alistair Dak, 9th. And if you just want to get involved in the Super 6, you can see at the bottom here on the on, on our banner, the, the pin the pin codes there if you have this guy's board, Super 6, tellings, get involved with it. We've got the prize sorted for Stephen Coulthard. Eventually, after, I don't know, just I just errors and, and, and miscommunications, we've finally got to sort it out and I'll be with him shortly. But yeah, that's the updated table, Franny, and anyone who wants to get involved, there's plenty of time. I mean... Let's, let's get it. We'll get a better prize for next year as well. Something to look forward to.
0: We'll see before we get going, Stephen. How do you ban folk? I'm not having this chat in here.
1: Golf well, person. I'm not letting you ban him because me. golf is... See the <laughs> best thing that I've seen from that whole golf thing? Actually, never even seen it. I heard it in TalkSport. Roy McElroy had a wee spat with a caddy. Like, come on. Car, and he was park. in a car park and he's around the boat going, it fueled their bellies. Fuck off. Are you winding <laughs> me up like Are you serious? The most exciting That's- thing Rider Cup weekend. There, I seen a chant and someone showed me in work today that was like, We're in the middle of the tee, we're at the left of the tee. People singing yeah. that Fuck sake, who it's watches my, that? I can't the, watch it. Some of the
0: chants were terrible, though, I'll give you that. Some of them are bad, some of them are bad, but nah, love it. Best sporting event ever, honestly. It's the best sporting event. Wow, in the Rider Cup, the Rider Cup, easy, mate.
1: So, easy, best sporting we'll event. So, it's so you're trying to say it's better in Champions League,
0: aye. Mm-hmm. Right. But I don't not, want to get into that. To, we're not here to talk about that tonight. We're not here to talk about that tonight. Well, we're, we're here to talk Celtic, and as you say, we might delve into the 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 Mickey Beale it might be started called Mickey again after after I'm coming. We Mickey days. Mickey's back. It was, it was Michael Beale, but ah, uh, I thought it kind of ruined my Sunday, Stephen, because I wanted him to stay a wee bit longer. Let's just kind of delve delve us into that. How how were you feeling when the news broke yesterday that? That Michael Beale yeah. was sacked, sacked so soon into his tender. What is that, seven, eight games into the season? So soon oh. after just taking a job up in the summer. Like, he, so did he, soon. Take, did he take into account what happened last season? That was a different Michael Beale that was there. And by the way, what about the irony of him being at the Rangers game at Van Bronckhorst last game, which so happened to be, against Aberdeen?
1: I know, and Alex Ray in, in the stands for, for his last game as well. He's going to be the assistant coach under um Stephen Davis. But look, see, to be fair, Michael Bale, he's, I mean, I think Chris Sutton sums him up pretty well, like 100%. You look at it, he's a glorified car salesman. He wears the suit really well. He talks the talk, but he can't walk the walk. I mean, he didn't inherit. No, he inherited the gap. He didn't create it. Ange He was lucky. Um, blah, blah, blah. So many things that he said about, about our club, and it's come back to bet him on the arson. You're right. I mean, pundits and people like players were calling him a genius. I mean, Dijon Sterling, one of their new summer silence, saying he's an absolute tactical wizard. What? A wizard? No chance. I do think he's made disappears himself. Um, what's that? Strings of the Dr. B's legacy it would be long-standing joke. He stacked that squad with other... Yeah, 100%. I mean, he was backed in the summer, nearly spent the same amount as Celtic, and, and plowed that squad with talents from around the world and let's be fair, the most of them are I don't know, they're not good enough. And look, I'm not gonna go into the Rangers squad and the I mean, that's not, not what I want to talk about. But the whole Michael Biel thing, I think it's 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 a lesson. And I think it was Sean the Mac said that forever in our shadow. And that's where they'll be. Do so, I mean? We've been we've been dominant in, in Scottish force for the last twenty odd years. If you take in from the two thousands onwards think they've won like six league titles, we've won the rest. Travel after travel, quadruple travels make it look easy at times. And look, they're going to try and play catch up with us. But one thing I do want to make pretty, pretty clear. If there's a time, and we've said this before in the comments, you'll know yourselves and Franny, you too. This is the time to put the boot on the throat of Rangers and not let go. Do not let them get strong again. Do not let them catch us up. We've opened up a seven point gap. So we'll have, am we to beat them and I Ibrox with it and effectively, a fifth choice center half perin, and people can't forget that. Rogers played a tactical that was a tactical genius that game, the way he played that. We mm-hmm. we committed out there, we looked comfortable, and it was a high pressured environment with no supporters. And Michael Peel, Mickey Peel, whatever, like all the jokes, we all know it, the moles on the dole, mountain out of a molehill, <laughs> all that type of stuff. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 a great laugh. The Panther years plus two here, isn't it? I mean, it's back again in full yeah. swing. I know he asked me how it felt. Like, see, to be fair. Obviously, when you hear it happening, you're like, "Fuck me!" They're the basket case of a club again, and they have the cheek to take the call themselves a massive club, and it's 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 quite ironic, as you said. He was their last game. GVB, took part in. Alex Ray was in the stand. <laughs> this last game meeting. Yeah, it's just, all pre-planned. It's pre-planned.
0: Sorry to cut you off, but Street Shitter, what a name, Alex. Just uh, if anybody listens to this on audio, that Alex Ray, I'll, a fucking face like a Halloween cake. What a call. Yeah.
1: What and look, see, is. I mean, and again, there's all that. Remember the try to Jay passed the with the E for pro license, but he actually did have the qualifications. So I think uh, It was just like you kind
0: know, of the Asian version.
1: Yeah, the right. Asian version. Stephen Davis doesn't. But the only reason he's getting away with it is because he's in temporary charge. So there you go. Shove that. Clean up your cake hole. And I just, I just think it's, it's, it's quite funny. And I seen his wee statement today, saying we have to have to unite behind Stephen Davis and and the management team. Look. Michael Bailey. I thought <laughs> he must be sitting in his house, going, "How did he dupe that support for so long? How did he get away with that for so long?" We could see it very, very early on. Pundits like Emma Dodd, whoever was saying, "It's, a, it's his first game in charge. Start of this season." Oh, Mind blown. Mind blown. Oh, but like the,
0: the the media I, around him at the start of the season was ridiculous. How it was. Yeah, it, I've, the, I've said it before. They wiped it about 30 games, his his Rangers career.
1: Yeah, I said it before. I've never seen a manager with less pedigree get as much traction as he did when he first came. The the stuff they were calling him, yeah, that's 100%. What what I was saying there perfectly, summed it up. Don't let them up for our game. And look, we all know our board, we don't know what's going to happen, but this is the thing. Just be like, bang. Do you know what I mean? They're in disarray over there. We've opened up a seven-point gap. The messiah, the pep guardiola, the tactical wizard, the coach behind Gerard, he's failed, he's out the building. And fuck knows who to bring in next, but it's up to Celtic to take control of the situation and motor forward with the league.
0: Oh, there's another class comment for Strange Love the Doctor. I've said it before and I'll say it again Alex Ray, for the milky <laughs> Jason Stephen. That's a
1: belter, by the way. That's a <laughs> oh, belter.
0: We've got to have fun. With it. As much How as- do you
1: feel? I don't, I don't, by the way, I'm not asking how you feel in terms of emotional, by the way, it's just like, how do you feel about that situation? It
0: was just, I, I weirdly never expected it, Stephen. I thought he was going to get the next couple of games and just to see, because he obviously got off to a winning start in Europe and stuff, so you're like, well, that maybe counteracts it a wee bit, but then he has lost three games in the league already this season, seven points behind and it was mm-hmm. essentially the first day in October and he's seven points behind in the league. It, it, I think we've As much as the media tried to wipe it out of history, the his body work last season showed that he lost the big games, he lost when it Mm -hmm. big, when it mattered. So, I I think the writing was all on the wall for him that he was always got to leave. So, they they just like you say, wasn't he up to it? He was he loved excuse after excuse after excuse. I mean, he claimed. It was everybody claimed he was the brains behind uh, Gerard and stuff. He wanted he, he liked taking the adulation when it was getting brought up about how he was part of the team that uh, won them the league that year. But then suddenly, when started things started going wrong for him, it was wait to get my team in, wait to get my team in. It's like that team is the team that went to a Europa League final and the team that won you a league. So you either take, you either take the claim from or not, and then he's obviously got all his players in, and uh, that's not really worked out well for him. Um, but I. But enough about Michael Beale. Enough about Michael Beale. That
1: almost looked like we had a production thing. they were telling you to shut up about Michael Beale. The way you looked over there. I,
0: I'll be honest. one's <laughs> just walked into the living room. She's been a bit depressed there the last.
1: But we'll,
0: we'll can't so. so, keep talking about them. Can't keep talking about yes. them. <laughs> but anyway, right, back to the good stuff, Stephen. Back to the good stuff. Yes, ma'am. Um, so Motherwell, we went to. Went to Fur Park early doors on Saturday. A half half twelve kick off. A uh, I, I, I television blackout for some random reason. Don't know why we yeah. discussed that on Friday as well. Um, obviously we paid the the fourteen ninety nine. Oh yeah. it was 99 Obviously, another you know. old TV uh, to see the game. Yeah. So I would it. What did you think of the game, Stephen? Just a wee sort of a brief look back at the game and that. Then we'll kind of dive into a wee bit more in that. But just I your know, initial thoughts on the game
1: well i mean first thing there i have to say i did buy my mother royal paper free, uh subscription i was in line with their commentary team mm-hmm. and that <laughs> no, i murder but um yeah i mean first of all by the way fair park has a great service it's a long way away from the sand. remember the sand zero they used to be called because it was a sand that was filled in with sand left right and center but they've actually done well it's probably up there with one of the best services in the league and that even includes ourselves Jed Thomas there, we didn't play great on Saturday, but what a win. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of the Ross County game when Ralston scored that kind of ninety seventh minute header. And it was just one of them games where we had to keep pushing and keep pushing for that victory. And look, we, we took the lead. And then obviously, it was, wasn't too long after that, or they scored an injury time. And then we replied with Matt O'Reilly. I know we're going to go in the individual performances, that's fair enough. But yeah, it was a hard-fought victory. Some would say, that's how champions win, isn't it? They win the ugly games. When some teams can't do that, and obviously their manager gets sacked for it, um, do you know, so
0: that's, that's interesting. Yeah, that, That's we've obviously got the chance to put the pressure on them for a change.
1: Yeah, I mean that's obviously different, now because we have to kind of play first because of the Champions League, and they they have to play after us because the Europa League. So it, it kind of probably falls in our favor that way. But I don't think anyone can can deny the fixture list up until now probably favored them to have a better mm-hmm. better run on it, a better kind of collection of results, let's say more wins, but it hasn't turned out that way. The supercomputer has failed, but yeah, we're granted out the results. I still don't think the still the stable performances are, are quite there yet. Motherwell had a few opportunities, and we have to be honest here, I thought they played mm-hmm. quite well, and they were playing through the lines a lot, they were they were past the ball, they were comfortable on it. I think that's testament, the cattle the whale and his backroom staff, and look, I'm all for teams trying to play against us. I, I much prefer it. I, I like a challenge. I don't like us yeah, like it's scudding teams and winning 5-6-0, that's fair enough. But at the end of the day, the product's going to improve when, when players from Motherwell, players from Hibbs, actually try and up their games against teams like ourselves and pit themselves against us. Because at the end of the day, we're, we're human beings. It's 11 human beings on the pitch versus 11 human beings, so to speak. So, yeah, credit all credit goes to them for that. But like Jed said, what a win. And look, it, one of them ones that might drive us on to with a fantastic run and hopefully get this league title on there
0: And I thought, it's it's like we said about the, the Rangers game, although I think we, we definitely performed better at, at the Rangers game in that. Um, but you sometimes find you'll, you'll learn more for the team on games like Saturday than you do if you scud on a team 4-5-0. And yeah. I think it was Patrick McGotland and Alistair Jack, they've said, Kay, they had similarities to St. Johnston. It did. Yep. And like you said, the Ross County game. I mean, i have not all got to go in and John because he's not here to defend his cell and stuff. But obviously, me and John had a
1: wee. We debate,
0: debate in the chat. I, I, it just annoyed me, mate. But it was one of them. As I say, I'm no got. To, it's no fair when a guys not here to defend. His cell. Sounds like it's sparring a well, bit. Sounds well, like it's sparring a John, he be, bit. It was, was. obviously <laughs> picking up on the negatives, which is fair. But it wasn't a great performance. It wasn't. But we'd, we, you could say we got out of jail, especially conceding the late equaliser and stuff, mm. and then. But I thought we showed good composure. And, uh, we sort of kept calm. It would be easy just to chuck aimless balls into the box, but we didn't We passed it about, and that's how the goal came came about. We passed it and created space. If you actually look at J- uh, James Forrest's run for the goal, it just drags a bit. Too takes the player a away, and then yeah. obviously it takes a Riley to come in there and tailor to find the pass, but it does. But I just think games like Saturday, aye, the performance wasn't great, but performance wasn't great against Ross County performance wasn't mm-hmm. great against uh, St Johnston and I think the Dundee United game as well wasn't a great performance where a bad I scored late but there are three yeah. games there are three games under Postecoglou that you remember causing what happened and that's just, for me Saturday's the same it's you'll not remember it for the performance you'll remember it for that last five ten minutes where we scored two late goals and actually. If we got getting the equaliser, well, if we mother getting the equaliser, we, the heats didn't go down. We went again and just stuck to the game plan and trusted we'd get another chance and we took it. So I for me, I think that's what kind of annoyed me with John. I was like, I know it wasn't great, but nobody's got to care about that in six months' time. If you're picking up league, like you go, that was a pivotal moment in the season. But uh, yeah. I, so I don't know if, what's your kind of thoughts on that as well?
1: Well, I think what you, 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 you summed it up, up? I think I think the chat as well, from what I can see, I'm not on the comments tonight, but Alistair Jack, Patrick McLaughlin, I think they're all in agreement that these games, look, as we said, we like going to places and winning comfortably. 3-4, 4-1, 4-0, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But at, at the end of the day, we have to get comfortable with the fact that it's not always going to happen, but it's, that's about the team and how they react to that. That's what like Roger said, that mentality to push you over the line. And look, we all love the whole, we never stop, Manchester, but Roger's pointed out something. This happened under his tenure as well. This has been a thing that Celtic has been known for throughout the years. We keep going to the end, we keep fighting to the end. If we get that goal, fantastic, we get the win more, more times than that. Motherwell had a game plan. And look, it, it's a bit disrespectful to say we should miss beaten him whatever X amount of goals because they stuck to the game plan pretty well. They caused us problems. We can't forget that. Scott Bean made two fantastic saves with his feet, mm-hmm. and then they cut us out with a quick, quick free kick. Scott Beam was on it in the flash. There was another one. One of their players cut in. He hit it and he, he saved it. He was going into the bottom right, but he saved it with his, with his foot as well. So they could have had a couple of goals themselves. We can't forget that fact. And Look, we had to stick the our game plan. Did it work? So, did, didn't that work sometimes? No, it didn't. I, I still think that the team needs to gel. I think players like Palma need more time. Yang wasn't particularly impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyogo's not getting the same opportunities. I don't think that he was previous, in the previous games. I don't know if that was what Motherwell was doing well or us. We're doing wrong, but at the end of the day, finally we look back on the Ross County game. We look back on the Dundee and game from from seasons past. They pushed us on to the league title. They give us the belief we could get to the end and, and win the league. So, yeah, it's not pretty sometimes. And as as the Rodgers here playing as good as football as Pasta Coadley, no, then he's not. But it's different styles. It, Rodgers is more passing the ball, slow progressing up the pitch, and then you kick in when you're in the final third. We know Pasta is gung ho, gung ho. But see, at the end of the day. He's not our manager no more. And I couldn't give two fucks about the man to be honest anymore. That's just my opinion. <laughs> that's, that's just the way I am. Look, he done a fantastic job when he was with us. He led us to two league titles of travel. Well done. But it was the same when Rogers left us. I didn't give a fuck about him. But see if you're in position at Celtic and you're our manager, that's what we should focus on. That's who who, who us to support should put our full back in behind and we're getting the results. We're right the League Cup, which is a bad thing. I didn't like us not playing last week in the League Cup. It didn't feel right. But at the end of the day, the performances are going to pick up. We've got a seven-point gap, and we went to the third park. Probably, I think, uh, from the calendar of the year, they're the third-best performing team from I the start of January. A, th-
0: th- I think they might be second, mate.
1: Yeah, so... It's second I or fourth, the second third, second. yeah. So, look, and even look at St. Mirren as well. By the way, they're doing a fantastic kind of a job under um, Stephen Robinson, but look, we got the victory in the end. We got the three points, and that was the most fatal thing. And I think Big Red said it: the pressure was put on them. And we've heard their captain, Captain Tav, the Hall of Famer, as I heard on Twitter today. They, he said previously they can't handle pressure, and they proved yet again they can't.
0: Nah, totally, totally. I totally agree. As you say, I think we even said in Friday, Stephen, it would. We felt it would be a tricky game. Motherwell are in good form. I know that's three losses on the bounce, but if you look at their games, not i obviously seen, I think i seen bits of highlights of the, the Rangers game and stuff, mm. and they did look did have great chances, obviously you see the game on Sunday and they, they, they had chances well, so they're clearly playing well Ketter, Ketterwell's got them playing decent and stuff, he's got them in a good running form, well organised and stuff, so I it, it, it was a tricky game um, but, so do, do you think you maybe just have answered it enough, so I apologise if I've totally missed it, but do you think Sat well we'll just kind of go to the 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 sort of a the winning goal if you like the now? Uh, do you think do you think that was like a show of the mentality within the team like the the togetherness and that? Because obviously you just didn't know with the new manager leaving a lot of these players were brought in with the old the old manager and stuff, but do you think goals like that, performances like Saturday show that there is a togetherness in the team, or do you think it's just pure luck? that you just got the goal? No, it's,
1: it's, it's not pure luck. A lot of players wouldn't make that final run. A lot of players, I'm knackered. I'm not running into the box. I'm going to hang back and wait for an opportunity on the edge of the box. But O'Reilly's bursting the gut. And by the way, I have to give credit to Palma. Although it was a cross, it was still a good ah. goal. It was a brilliant whipped-in cross. It bounced, it defeated the keeper and went in the bottom, bottom left corner And it set us on her way, obviously. But you you look at... You, I mean, O'Reilly said it when he sent his new contract. The, the bunch of players in the team Monty. The bunch of players in the team you can have a laugh with, but you're also serious when it's game day. And I think that's a good blend. We've got Joe Hart, the elder statesman. We've got Cal McGregor, who's the captain. We've got O'Reilly, who seems to be having a voice. Greg Taylor, even though I don't think his form great. He's a voice within the team. Alistair Johnson, Canadian international. So, no, this isn't by luck. This is the, by design. This is what is drilled into the players, whether it's from Martin Lee, whether it's from Gordon Strachan, Neil Lennon, Ronnie to a certain extent. Brendan first time, Pasta the to Brendan again. We go to the very end. And uh, by the way, we can't underestimate Nat Phillips. Mm -hmm. He could have put that ball into the box, but he found Taylor in plenty of space. And Taylor just had to guide that ball in. And as you rightly pointed out, James Forrest made a brilliant blindside run, took two centre-halves away from O'Reilly. O'Reilly was arriving at the back post. And by the way, he could have fluffed that. He could have caught that too hard. He could have put that over the bar, but he just caressed it past Liam Kelly in the goal and then the scenes at the end. That, for me, is what stays with the players. That, for me, is why you play for Celtic. You see that passion from the support. You see it pouring out from the stands. And you also see Mullerville trying to try and get there. We passionate, we end in when they got their they thought they were getting the draw, but they didn't. And I just think it's that what we want to see back again. And I think when I look at Brendan, I think he's getting more comfortable being back as the, the Celtic manager now. He's getting more comfortable with the thought of being the top man. He's trying to get to the supporters. He's clapping them at the end of the games now. And he also ran onto the pitch. Did you see that? He uh. was, ran onto the third park. And also the excitement took over him at some points of that match too. And that's why you play for a club like ours. That's why you get your wages. That's what you should be aiming to do. Please the support. Make us all happy. Win us league titles. Win us travels. Do well in Europe. And Matt O'Reilly is an absolute superstar. I think his game on under on Rogers has took on to a different level. I think Rogers said it when he signed the contract. He's developing into a box-to-box midfield player he's more athletic, he's more dynamic, he's quick across the ground, his touch is great, his awareness, and he reminds me a lot of, of the way Rogers coached Stuart Armstrong, and I loved mm-hmm. Stuart Armstrong, I really did, making them late runs in the box, scoring from the edge of the box as well, assisting goals, and I can see that in, in bucket loads of Matt O'Reilly, his improvement, his attitude, his game awareness, just the way, even the way he gets back well, and helps McGregor, well, well, tackle him that as well. And we
0: start about the plus, Stephen,
1: eh? Oh no, oh no, no, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> But if you're, if you're asking me if it's by luck or, or by design, it's, it's definitely by design. On and on a long-winded answer, uh, is by design.
0: Uh, no, I, I totally agree with you, Stephen. I, I totally agree with you. Like you say, it's not just Rogers this time around. It, it's happened many times. I mean, minutes ago, we were only talking about late goals in recent years and stuff. So mm. it was just a wee, we wanted to, to chuck in there. And just before we kind of go to play performances, I just want to come to this comment from Monty. Willie Laws know here tonight, He'll be back soon. He's, <laughs> once we can get him away. He's back, ready. back,
1: ready. Once we get crazy. him away for the
0: court, he's he's been at too much corporate dudes, man. Too much corporate. He's he's, he's, he's not eating prawn salad, prawns. He's on caviar and fucking lobster, Monty. The boys big. The yeah. boys big time. Big bonuses. None of that prawn nonsense. Not at all. You wouldn't put that through. You wouldn't, you wouldn't see that, <laughs> <Lobsters> from
1: <that>. Lobster, <laughs>
0: oh, aye. Lobsters. Lobsters for lunch, man. At Wally's, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we'll just we'll just kind of move on um, to sort of uh, the the player performances at the game and that Stephen. And I just kind of want to you kind of briefly touched on, but I kind of want to touch on Scott Bain. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like you can only you've got to credit guys with with credit. So I thought he had a fairly decent game. I, I think for a lot of us, certainly Marcel he was maybe a worry going into the game. Because obviously, with Joe Hart being suspended, you're like, you just always feel he's got a mistake in him. Now, Mm -hmm. I do think he got got out of jail without the Motherwell goal that was chopped off. I think the referee gave a foul. I don't think it was a foul. Obviously, I don't know how VR would have worked if they went, or by the way, it's not a foul. I'm assuming they would have still gave the offside because then they would have went, well, I know it's not a foul. But then it's offside. So For me, I think he got away with one there uh, due to the fact that the boy was offside. But You've got credit where credit's due. Either side of half-time, he makes two great saves with yep. the uh, pretty much similar saves we saves it with his bottom right foot. And it was quite ironic that the goal that Motherwell scored was kind of similar it shot was, that similar it was, shot, it was it was one of them like it was one of them where it was I wouldn't say it was desperate defending himself Celtic, but you see Liam scales it, he kinda gets attracted to the ball, but equally he's not what to leave a leg in and then give away a penalty. And then that Phillips tries to recover him, and it's one of the ones that goes through. Like for me, I don't, I, I lay no blame at anybody's door for the Motherwell goal. It
1: oh, I, I've got blame. I've got blame at yeah, people's doors for that goal.
0: You can you can touch on it if you want, and we just comment with being that. But for me, the Motherwell goal, I think from Motherwell point of view, it was a good goal. He's done, he's done him well. He's good to be touched. But for me, I think Bain, Bain had a good game and before really totally going into that, so do you think he's maybe gave himself a chance for that game? Because, let's be honest, he's better in, with his feet than than yeah. Joe Hart. And Roger signed him. So you just never know. You never know.
1: I mean, he's, he doesn't have a chance in hell for that game, buddy. And I, I, I know you're trying to team up to, to get him in the, uh, into the team, or, or say if he has a chance. So look, I want to make something clear before I get into this one. All three of our goalkeepers, 1st team goalkeepers, are not good enough at the minute. They're not good enough. Joe Hart gets you away domestically to a certain extent. Scott Bain does that job. But what I will say, Scott Bain was brought in um, by Rogers. You're right in that, in that instance. And he was actually number one for a spell under him. And the only reason why he was number one was because of how good he is with his feet. That can't be denied. He's a, he's a cracking passer of the ball. He can link up the play with a centre-half as well. He's not shy in taking a touch. So he's good in that aspect. And he made some good reaction saves. But I think, like you said, the, the goal that got chalked off, I don't think it was a foul. I, I don't... I, at, the, at the end of the day, he was a bit weak. He didn't come off his line. He was standing still. The third player had momentum and obviously pushed him into the net. And I think O'Donnell came in and toe-poked it behind. I think it was him. challenging. Um, it was it was chalked off for offside. Obviously, you look at them calls, it's really tight. I think it was his shoulder um, offside. But it, it, in regards to it, look... Like, being done well, but we also seen the other side of being against Hibbs last season. His head went, he was letting in goals left, right, and centre. They could have hammered us by the way that night. But and it did, but it could have been worse than four two. But um no, mate, he doesn't have a chance for the game. And the fact that we're in this position talking about Scalp being maybe playing against Lazio makes me ill. It really <laughs> makes me ill. So it does. I think Joe Hart's gonna come back in. His experience, his voice at the back, and he'll have maybe have scales in front of me, he could talk it through the game and things like that. But in regards to the Miller goal look like, you mentioned Scales. I think he was—he got attracted to the ball. He was ball-watching a bit. He got done with the movement, but he wasn't close enough to the player. He didn't make a challenge for it. He was actually right in front of the ball before it got struck. Nat Phelps just came behind him. Didn't get near it either. So them two, to me, it wasn't great defending, and, and the ball ended up in the back of the net. And we could have dropped points, but we didn't, obviously, before Riley finished in that goal. But, um, nah, man. I, I, it just really angers me, man. It See, angers
0: i'm with stephen murdoch as much i know of kenny just chucked out there yeah bar, no like, yeah being as an accident waiting to
1: happen He no he, he's 100 percent is and look i don't know what secrets is doing there if he's falling in love with someone in australia let him go just let him go he's just doing nothing the best thing he's done this season show Hart the red card and the, the team quota. <laughs> that's the only yeah. thing he's done but um nah for me no chance mate and look Hart's coming back and he? he's our number one scott being no
0: Aye. Aye, for me, I think Hart starts on Wednesday as well. I I think, although Ben did have a good game, I think, on, on Saturday. He did, he did. I know I, I know you're, again, equally no Joe Hart's biggest fan, but you can't, you can't sort of ignore what he's done previously. I think he's had big saves this season as well. You can't, know no, you, you can't. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think, for me, Joe Hart comes back in. Um, but I will just kind of move on to another player, and it's, it was Greg Taylor, who obviously had had that key moment where he, he sets up the, the winning goal and stuff, but I think in recent weeks he's certainly coming back to his 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 best, and it's it's no it's no coincidence that he's obviously playing that that inverted wing back role more often. But do you think what what's your, your thoughts on Taylor anyway, sort of his recent performances and again on Saturday? I know that the team wasn't exactly gladded with seven, eight, nine, ten, uh, out of ten and stuff, but I thought I thought. Maybe he's a wee bit blind to be the fact that he sets up the winner and stuff, but mm. I think he had a decent game and stuff.
1: I think Rodgers is definitely—he's definitely compromised with Greg Taylor. Uh, I think it's just the case of if you can't perform the duty I want you to, so you kind of revert back to last season. And he's coming in more, which suits him. He, he, hes a midfielder. He, he started off like that, and he can um, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> yes, pam. Trust me, for we've love. all done crazy ass shit. Trust <laughs> me, but um, yeah, um. I think for me, yeah, Greg Taylor's performances have improved the last couple of weeks. But again, that's that's down to the fact that Rodgers has um, compromised the the way he's playing in the system for him. And look, if it suits him until he gets a replacement, then that's fair enough. And I say replacement. I don't say set lighthearted. I think, I as you said, we can't, we can't forget the, the, the role he's played, but he's just not good enough for me. Um, he set up the, the last goal. He could have been off injured, but he soldiered on. It was a bit of a warrior in there to, to keep going. I think his assist was fantastic. And Yeah, the, look, Great Taylor, we all can't be ignorant to it. I and mean, We all actually said it in the summer, a left-back, a goalkeeper, a fucking midfielder. And it feels like we're working we're back to that. And it's always going to... See, see, until we get to January and we we'll see what happens, any bad results going to be the goalkeeper. It's going to be a left-back. It's going to be whatever. Mm. And the, it's the club's fault for not addressing this. We could all see it as fans. I don't know what's going on there. Why they while they couldn't see it. Um, Taylor's good enough for domestic level, but if you're going against, for example, Lazio weekend, week out, if you're going against a PSD weekend, week out, he's nowhere near European level. He's nowhere near what we need at left back. I've always said it. Similar profile, if we get the Alistair Johnson at left back, we'll be flying. We'll be we'll be flan. Johnson's a tank. He can get up and down that pitch, up and down that right hand side, 90 minutes, no problem to him. But Taylor, no, man, he's he's domestically, yeah, but. The rest of it, no. But I do agree; his performances have been better. His assist was a cracking cross, nicely floated to the the, the back post, and Al really came on and met it, and just smashed it in.
0: Nah, I was I agree that. I mean, I'm. I, I kind of see a similar views to you with Taylor Stephen. I think. I mean, you have been fairly vocal about wanting a new left back, and I mean, I think we're both happy when. We signed Bernabe, not necessarily because we claim to know Bernabe. What's but, What's by happened? the way, he's he's well at the picture. Absolutely, <laughs> he's amazing. gone. I don't he, don't know if he's injured. or no, but he's 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 gone. Like in January, he's. Thank well fuck me the...
1: and Ross didn't didn't make a money bet for what I said. That'd be scared. <laughs> <laughs> no way, no way. Um, but I think Taylor certainly.
0: The, the most of uh, Angie's tenure was was fantastic. Mm. It didn't have a great start to this season, but I think the last three four games he's played really, really well. And it says it's set up that goal, do I still want us to go and strengthen that position? Of course, I do. Uh, I know you said like for playing a lot, so in that break, and I know you didn't necessarily because we're not going to be playing a lot, so. but it doesn't mean you shouldn't be looking to improve in that
1: position. Well, we're playing that on
0: I know, but you're not playing on the weekend. We could, I'm, I'm actually, I know, but that was my example. Not, I'm, not sticking, yeah. I'm, I'm not sticking up for you. I'm sticking up for you here, Stephen. I, I, I don't think, you, I think you should be buying four-day games against your latches and, and things like that. And then obviously domestic will take care itself. But I I'd, I also kind of agree with you saying any sort of a poor result or poor performance will look at the left-back and goalkeeper. Whether we're mm. really at fault, I think some fans will have that perception where you're, you're going and going, Taylor's not as good as I want my left back to be. Hart's not the goalkeeper I want. So any sort of a wee mistake they make, I think people will jump on it. And I think mm-hmm. that could then maybe affect their confidence. But equally, I, I, I don't know. I, like you said, we've, we've got the cards we've got there now. We need to stick with it till January. So I think, for me, I'm more than confident with Taylor. I think you'll always get heart from him. You know you'll get a performance out of him. Whether it's got to be good enough in Europe, you just don't know. It might be able to... Sometimes you can just pull a performance out for somewhere, so... Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed it goes... Because, let's be honest, the options beyond that is, is Bernabeu or... Scales. skills. And, personally, I don't... I, I'm not like to have a go at Scales because I think he's done all right, but the ball... The, left right? is, the, the ball at the top just does him every time. I don't think he's got pace to play left-back. I think he would be able no. to play the inverted role because... Clearly he's great with the ball at his feet, but I just nah, nah Taylor it's Taylor's literally, for me he got no competition. But which is a credit to him that he's actually keeping up a very good standard when he must know I've got to do something really bad because Burnaby's clearly miles off it. The guy that came in to replace me is miles after. He can't even make the subs bench at the end of the day. Can't even make the Champions League squad. So I miss him. Uh, I think he misses his cell. Don't know where he is. Tony him who he is, but we'll we'll move on. Sticking at the same side of the park, uh, we'll move on to Palmer, who again is obviously just kind of new in the door and stuff. Uh, but I think that goal, I mean, he'll he'll claim it's a shot. Uh, for me, it's a cross every day of the week. It's a cross. It, it's it's a great cross because it's one of the ones he's aimed for the back post. The keeper's mm-hmm. maybe sort of a indecisive because he's like, if I get a touch in that. There's maybe somebody coming in the back post, and I'll just palm it out to them for a tap in, and he's maybe gambled. Going, I might just need to gamble and leave it, and hopefully it creeps into post. And obviously it's it's crept in. But I, I thought I thought he showed flashes when he came on, like he wanted to get it. He kind of reminds me of a wee bit of Hakzivanovic in the ways he gets it and does wee chops and stuff. Hopefully he's got a better attitude than them. I, I think he will. I think I think South Americans have got a kind of love for the games and stuff tend you look across the side the guy that left in the summer they tend to be nutters as well some of the south americans so he just and we've got a own nutter in Burnaby, let's be honest but i think i think palm obviously just just in the door he obviously came with good numbers um so obviously he's got off the mark with a goal and stuff so just kind of hope that that uh, gives them the confidence now to to going forward stephen
1: yeah, I mean, if you look at lot, I mean, watching his highlight package before he joined us, a lot of his goals came from that side, doing the exact same movement and the exact same shot to that back post. And if you actually watch that goal back, Motherwell's centre-half left it because it's one of them ones. If he touched it, it probably would have ended up in, in, in the back of the And I think that's a great point by Alistair Tack. Palmer done more in 15 minutes than Yang did in 45. But what I will say about Palma, and I've said this previously in the podcast, he reminds me a lot of Moyel see. He's um. not blessed. He's not blessed with um great pace, but he's got a good touch on him. He's got good awareness about him. He can play a pass, and he, as we're saying, he can get a shot away, even though it was a cross. But still, it was a goal and it counted. Um, I don't know. Look, like, I'm going to be honest with you, right? And it maybe it may a bit controversial here, but he, he doesn't excite me. He do, he doesn't go. He doesn't give me the whole. poof, We will have a player. I mean, the first time when I saw Jada, I was like, wow. No, you just look at this guy, and you're like. Fuck me! His talent is incredible. I think one of the first games he pulled the ball out of the air by and fifty yards, come down to his foot. I think it was a um, pitaudry. Do you remember that touch? Mm. He just plucked it out of the air, and he, I think he scored from it as well. Palmer doesn't give me that vibe. Palmer doesn't scream superstar to me. He screams good player, um, kind of a player you maybe rely on in, in, in situations and that. But a lot of convincing still needs to be done for me and oh, for him. him. Yeah. For that.
0: Hundred McLaughlin will
1: help that. Yeah, run of games will help out hundred percent. And look, that's when we look ahead to the Champions League and stuff, which we're going to come on to. But early signs of Palmer, he seems he seems a real stocky build. He seems like mm. he can hold the ball up. He, he's not as afraid of getting stuck in. He's winning headers and that. And yeah, he he, he looks good. <laughs> a, I don't know what it is, but it, it may sound bad, but he doesn't. He, yeah, Jeff. Yeah, that's where my head's at at the minute, a and I think the back I shouldn't do, but I'm thinking back, and I know we still have a bad and he's injured in that, but Al uh, Palma, he's slow as chips, mate. I thought he was filled the pace. I thought he was uh, seeing I watched his highlights, mate. I thought he was a rat, like, uh, quick, quick, but he's not. He's anything but. But, look, you said Haxabanaevich. I said El Nussi. Maybe if you mix the two together, you yeah. get a good player somewhere.
0: Uh, I mean, I'm maybe more a wee bit more excited. I mean, I think he has a quick player. He's no, he's not. He's no rapid. I don't think. Maybe it's just. A he's quick. Just, I, I'm not quite say he's like rapid, but I think he's he's fast. You tend to find there's not many slow wingers. Let's be honest. He's, well, can, here's a question
1: winers. for you. Can you remember him beating the Motherwell left back for pace? Because I can't. No, but he didn't I'm, take him on once. I'm, he didn't I'm take him on. Back.
0: Maybe putting that maybe down to you, maybe a confidence thing and stuff. He's just he's finding his Could, way yeah. in the team and stuff. Yeah. Uh, we don't know how good his English is and things like that. Kind of making excuses for him here, Stephen. I'll be honest. I've we're talking about we're talking about pace and I'm talking about the language. You can talk here. So just <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think he has got pace, but I mean the highlight reels are anything to go by. At the end of the day, they taken a lot of free kicks corners and corners, and I don't think he's taken one yet mm-hmm. for us, which is. I thought it was a great. I was like, finally we're signing somebody that can take a set piece, but I really still just collapse one in, and you're like, what's the point of you, really I mean, I really said a great the point? What's the point of you taking taking a corner? Because I don't honestly, I didn't. The last time, i got excited when we got a corner. Because it's like, well, what's going to happen? What has to I'll, happen I'll be about...
1: interested. I'll be interested to see in the comments. thing about Palmer. I don't know. what He just. It just they're,
0: they're, it, they're kind of mixed that Jed's saying, Do you think he's another super sub and things like that? And folk are just kind of saying, need to run the games and sort of just saying that no, mm. i don't play him playing before Yang, which I kind of agree with. Yang kind of excites me. And I run about as much as I would say I would play Palmer first. Yang does excite me. I think he's he's got to be in different similar like what a bad is. It's just where he kind of comes in and out of the team and stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think Yang, frankly, I think Yang doesn't even know what he's going to do next. And that, uh, like that. That to be fair, I, I, look, I'm like, i more excited about Yang than Palma. That, I'm going to be honest. I think Yang reminds me of Jada, but obviously he's not on that level. It's just the way he can do skills and get past players. And look, sometimes he overdoes it, or his first it's touch for bad some bad. reason, bounces off his toe and ends up going out for a goal kick. I don't understand his first touch sometimes, but the wee flashes I've seen of, of Yang, he looks decent. But I, I do agree with Alistair Jack. That um again contradicting myself here. That hmm. Palma done more when he came on the pitch, d- down to the goal really. Palma didn't do anything in terms of taking a player on. He was always cutting in and finding the wee pass to the, the Cal McGregor or Rio Atate or whoever was about him at that time. But the goal was the the, the pivotal point in the game.
0: I know it wasn't like you say it's. You just hope it kind of gives the guy the confidence. He has just just in the door Stephen and things like that. Especially attack. I know he's like a winger, but attack when the players just. Getting off, the, they're, they're expected to score goals now, so yeah. goals necessary. He's, he's got a goal; it might just give him a wee bit of confidence to then. Bet Yang's coming. raging.
1: Bet you Yang is raging that he hasn't <laughs> scored yet. He's I fucking a you I bet you.
0: But we'll go on to the the match winner, Mister O'Reilly. The, the man of the moment. He's, he's had a great start to the to the campaign. He's probably our best player so far this season. Uh, for me, it was an absolute great finish because, like you say, it's the, the the players will know there's not much time. That it's probably they're probably thinking we just need one chance um, mm-hmm. to and hopefully take it. And it gets it gets a great chance and the ball comes It's a great pick out for for Taylor as as we said. Forrest makes a great run that takes the boy away for um, uh, O'Reilly. There's another Motherwell player standing there that kind of kind of gets called ball-watching, doesn't actually track, um track O'Reilly either. But O'Reilly, I don't know if, like it, For me, it probably just felt like it was a decade that it was taking to come commercial. He's probably got a lot of time to think about what he's going yeah. to do. And it would be easy just to try and maybe header it, header it in how he did, and he could get caught between two minds and just kind of make an arse it. But he had the confidence to not try and take it because he is so left-footed. And it, I felt... It showed a bit of maturity, it showed confidence. It was like, no, uh, the best thing for me to do is the finish that he'd done. I need to take it on my right foot because it, it was not made for the to take on. Because he's coming to the back post, he can't, be, he can't be hitting it with his left foot and stuff. But for me, I just thought it was uh, an absolutely fantastic finish considering the circumstances because the players will be well and aware of how much time's left in the game and stuff like that.
1: Oh, man, 100%, especially with high later on. O'Reilly well, actually scored our goal as well. I think for me, outside of Cal McGregor, look, Matt O'Reilly is our best midfielder. I think he's more important to us than Rio Watate. And the reason I say this is because, look, O'Reilly's doing two jobs effectively. He's box-to-box, he's involved with defending, he's involved with attacking, he's goal-scoring, he's breaking up play. And from what I've seen this season, is a totally different O'Reilly than what we've seen last season. Obviously, he had personal issues and things like that, which is fair enough, but I think Rogers is really taking him on to a new level. And Rogers said it in the, in the contract talks. One of the big key factors was him basically convincing him to stay because he's going to play a big part in his career moving forward. The way he's going to play, the way he's going to develop as a human being. We know all these beautiful characters that Rogers like to talk about. I think O'Reilly has been fantastic. And Brian Warrior, that's 100%. Mm. Tom Rosick, the way he caressed that ball into the roof and that was fantastic. And you made a great point. He could have thought about that too much, threw his head at it, or it was stuck in no man's land. It didn't didn't make a great connection. It could have went over the bar, come out for a goal kick, but it didn't. It was in the back then that. And I've, I'm really enjoying watching already play. I think his decision making's improved a lot. I think he's getting involved with the play a lot more. He's not stuck on one side of the pitch. He's like a free room, just kind of linking up the left, the right. And by, one, by the way. <laughs> on the restaurant we, we were sitting there going, what the fuck's going on um, but o- O'Reilly yeah he's fantastic mate and if, as I said look it's a big claim but I really do think he's he's more important to us than Rio Atate that, that's being honest
0: well that's a big call that is a big call I mean he's certainly been more important uh, well there's Jed kind of sort of similar McGregor and Atate I do agree with that they both of them need yeah, to ups they to got game I think that's just credit again to O'Reilly that the start he's had to the season. We'll just we'll move on. To his, his his contract, even obviously that was announced just before the game that he'd signed a new deal ex- extending it for a year and things like that. Um, but it, that... <laughs> well, he didn't like me saying that. Did he? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Patrick McLaughlin as well, I right? undroppable. Um, but for me. It's almost kind of, maybe it was almost written in the stars they announced, it. Mm-hmm. They announced uh, the the new deal and stuff, then he goes on to score a, a very, very late winner. Um, but I I think you've got to credit uh, O'Reilly's performance, because for me, I, I, was, I still argue, if you asked me last season, I would say O'Reilly was, i say the worst, but if you're picking a top three, I'd have went McGregor-Hattati in O'Reilly, but then now it's mm-hmm. O'Reilly-McGregor-Hattati easy the you best. Said,
1: you said on that. Form. You said you said aye, that you, aye, but what what was your what was your favourite midfield last last season?
0: The three last season, but I would have had O'Reilly's the the third best one at the Oh, freed. oh I get you. Um, I get you. But I think I think that's just credit to O'Reilly's performances and now that he's he's took it to another level whereas I know Hatati's been out injured so it's maybe a wee bit unfair to judge him now and McGregor maybe as just adapting to the new role and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. But so I just about O'Reilly's contract and just his form lately compared to the other sort of what would argue is the strongest midfield free anyway
1: Yeah I think regardless of the transfer window the Celtic board need to be kind of commended for for getting the players like Mieta, Kyogo McGregor, O'Reilly, Hatate whoever it may be to sign these new contracts that's basically a core of a team signed up on, on long term deals and Like, albeit we know contracts really mean nothing in in today's football, it actually just means protecting assets from our point of view, kind of banking on the fact we're going to get a big transfer fee. And that's the way Celtic are thinking, I'm guessing, in that aspect because we we rejected £10 million from Leeds. think Rogers referenced the point that Matt could have left, but he didn't. He he stayed with Celtic, which is testament to him as well. yeah, Burnmore, hundred percent. I think O'Reillys he's, he's took that mantle piece on big time. Two different players, by the way, but I, I do give it to me. But um, yeah, the, the, the contract thing. I think Celtic were does drip feeding new contracts again, like they did at the start uh, of the transfer window. I, I maybe had
0: an interview with him on that as well. So yeah, that maybe, deal we signed
1: a couple <laughs> of days ago. Maybe um Carter Vickers is next. <laughs> Here's hoping fingers crossed that. But O'Reilly's important to this team. That he's he's a leader in the team, even though he's only twenty three. He speaks well. He's very good with the media. He gets involved with with everything around the club. I seen him on that damn kind of podcast that Greg Taylor does, and then he was pr- promoting the new Celtic podcast as well. So he, he's embodying everything to do for club. I think he, it's a cliche thing. He buys into it. He gets it. Like he, fuck, I even hate saying it myself, but he does. Do you know what I mean? He he left Fulham because he wasn't getting games. He was training on a park pitch until he got a move to MK Dons. He took his game to a new level there. Peter Grant, I think it was his coach at Fulham. He always raves about him. Talks about his best position, and being a number six, number eight, that type of stuff. And Rogers again, he's molding him into that six and eight, the box of the box midfielder. And I think it's just fantastic to see him develop and play with a smile on his face again. Play like he's not having the weight of the word on his shoulders. And just play of enjoyment. Play free. And he's doing that. And that goal written in the stars, buddy, like a film, you could have ended it there. Celtic lived happy ever after. Let end. That that would have been a fairy tale end of me.
0: Nah, I totally agree, and it's I think that's him now sort of uh, over like he's he scored more of the goals this season already than he has last season. Is it and, four uh, at nine
1: or is it three? I think it's four uh, it
0: four? four or five. He's a top goal scorer anyway I like, as well. Yeah. Um and as I say, though, so you you'd be hoping he could now hit double figures for, for goals mm-hmm. anyway and hopefully he gets similar numbers with assists, so it'll be like double fingers double figures for both. Double fingers? Uh, double fingers or not. That's a, yeah. that's a different chat. <laughs> that's a podcast. That's dad. we we'll have to, we'll have the
1: announced that podcast yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but I think Patrick McGotell makes a good point. Not necessarily what he wish guys away, but guys and he also mentions Areli, but Hatati and Areli, if they want their big moves away, which I mean Rogers has even spoken to. We've done it, but they'll need to turn performances in if they want to want to do it. Really, so Arely's doing that now.
1: Yeah, Rio for me, Franny has one more chance for a big move. One more chance, and that's all he's going to get. He's 25 now. We know the way the market is. We know the way big teams operate. They don't sign players over like 20 or 29. Um, unless they're world-class proven superstars like Lewandowski or Mbappe, whoever it may be. I know he's not that age, but it's kind of the example I'm trying to make. Um, Rio has one more opportunity at a big move. One more. And, so- and he needs to take... Oh, yeah, the-, the way I look at it, mate, right... Like, if if he signed this new deal in twenty twenty eight, right? So I would say the hope is, or the aim is for the Celtic board is to sell him next summer, right? And for that, for that to happen, I think Pat McLaughlin nails it. He needs to perform at a good level in the Champions League. He did it last season against the likes of Real Madrid. There's no excuses why he can't do it now, regardless of his d- different system. Players on a different level can operate with different systems, and I think Atate needs to prove that. We all know the importance he has to the team, his individual brilliance. We, that can't be denied. But he's got one chance, mate. And if he doesn't grab it with both fans, he's either going to stay at us, move to a, a mid level Bundesliga team, mid level Serie A team. Who, in his head, they might see that as a step up, that's fair enough. But if he wants to go to a Bayern Munich, a Liverpool, an Arsenal, wherever, he needs to really knuckle down this year and show what he can do.
0: I see. I'm Alistair, I think I think Rio's class, like, but no, he is I, class. I, I no, I'm not I, I saying he's not think, class. I'm, I'm saying I don't think he's getting a move to the teams you kind of mentioned off the back. Of Celtic. I think he's going to have to go to like a Brighton level, maybe a West Ham level. Yeah, but then. what I'm saying that that needs oh. to happen
1: soon, soon. Yeah, so it he does. Could
0: maybe just spend one season at these, these teams and turn that turn that in. Um, but. Uh, what was I got to say, I just talking about kind of the, the contracts, I think as much as maybe for me anyway, and probably the same as yourself, the summer window it's, it's, it's hard to properly it sounds silly saying this coming into autumn that it's hard to properly judge it but it's, there's not many, I'm trying to think like your, your Bernardo's and that have not really had a run of the team, Yang is in and out, Quan I suppose I've kind of got to argue my point here but Quan is, well aye, Quan that's enough to do about him. He's nowhere as well. Um, Palmer was obviously just in the door, but I think the the sort of the recruitment, of the, like key core players, you say uh, we we randomly spoke about it on Friday, but I don't think we were was we really trying to claim that we were, we predicted them as O'Reilly really signing a deal. I think if you were picking players to sign a new deal, O'Reilly and Carter Vickers would be two of the guys left in in real attack. But obviously he got announced on Friday. But do you think it's it shows? Shows ambition, but it's rewarding guys for their the forum over the last couple of seasons. It's it's trying to tie them down. It's no better in the bush, it will be. There'll be a bit of protecting your asset because they'll be on bigger wages. So it'll maybe help you command a bigger fee. Because if you're maybe rating a guy at 10, 15 million and only paying them a couple of grand a week, it's it's hard to then say that. because, So if you're then maybe going to up that to 15, 20 grand, you can maybe ask for the. The sort of ten to fifteen million pounds for these players because you're you're valuing them that with their wages. But what you can kind you of make of the, the new deals that have been handed out, Stephen?
1: As I said, I think the deals that have been handed out is I think it's fantastic for the club to get to get them over the line. As I said before, contracts mean nothing. If you get a big enough transfer fee, they're gone. But it's just protecting what we have. It's protecting the assets and protecting future transfer fees coming in because a lot of these players will be entering the last maybe year or two years of their deal. They may, 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 might want to run it down themselves or look out of the club on a, a reduced transfer fee, but that's not going to happen now. And as long as they perform to their best levels at the club, I have no issue. So, I mean, as long as they give their heart and, and their soul for, for, for us and for Celtic as a club, again, a lot of these players are, are class. I mean, Kyogo, unbelievable. Mieta's work rate's incredible. Captain Cal just, again, albeit his levels this season haven't been great, but he's still one of our most reliable, consistent players and a fantastic leader. And you could go right through the list. we spoke about O'Reilly and things like that. But yeah, it's a good bit of business to get it done by the club. But a lot of people saying are they are they increasing wage brackets so they can bring in new players? I think all that kind of shit was put to bed during the summer when McGregor signed his deal early on. They're getting the captain up to 60k a week so they can bring oh, well. players in and 40, I'm 50. Not what, I'll know what was going to happen.
0: I'll skip that we recent topic then. <laughs>
1: For the contract side of things, yeah, but people getting their hopes up, saying they're getting the fucking ways bracket up, no, not a hope, not a hope.
0: But do you not think, I mean, I think, uh, uh, well, I know what you've got to say, but do you not think there's maybe some substance to that, that the fact that there'll be guys that have been there for the best part of two years, these guys that have have won as leagues, won us nearly every trophy that was made available to us domestically anyway, and they're maybe saying it's to stop the sort of unrest. It's not to say that we didn't try it in the summer to get that sort of a different level of player that maybe you're six, seven, eight, nine million pound players. But do you Mm -hmm. not think it's maybe a lot of these deals obviously they will be on improved terms. Um obviously we'll never know the financials of them. But do you think it maybe is just so then when maybe come January in the summer you go and get that next level player and you're paying him obviously big wages. But then the guys that have obviously got you into these good positions, into the Champions Leagues and that year in, year out, you can then say to them, well, we've, we've actually gave you better wages, so we're now we're rewarding you for what you've done and they can kind of justify it by getting these other guys in, so it's like you're paying guys, not necessarily peanuts, but you're paying them small their wages in, you get you bring guys in in January or the summer on on mm-hmm. big wages and the, the current crop that have been successful for, you're going well, where's my thanks for all this?
1: Well, yeah. Obviously, if they're increasing wages, that's fair enough, and players will be happy with a good pay raise. But I think all the wishful thinking, all the wishful thinking for for me as a fan, thinking we're going to spend big, has been has been took out of me this summer, buddy. And I we don't were know so me, no, Danny. So
0: you'll need to confirm that. If you were, if you didn't <laughs> have years, I'd be crying
1: conspiracy. conspiracy. Is it? Is it because you can't see our ears? I don't know. But here, no, Because um,
0: what I'm saying, I'm advancing the argument a. Up in the wages to then justify.
1: Oh, wages. no, all the enthusiasm for me from the board spending money was took out of me during that summer, I mate. Mean, if we had a time and a place to do something like that, it would have been this summer. Do you know what I mean? It would have been we could have took taken advantage of it. And I don't think any pushing you're going to give the Celtic board, any incentive you're going to give the Celtic board to, to, to spend money or up wages for incoming players, it's not going to happen. Yeah, these players have been rightly rewarded, but I'm. I don't think we're sitting here talking about real tate's Went from ten grand to forty grand. It's not happened. Uh, he's went from ten grand to, to twenty maybe. Cal McGregor's maybe went from forty to fifty. But he's the captain. Do you know what I mean? So there's there's no there's no weight to that argument for me. It's it's hope more than anything, and it's a hope that kills us all the time as a fan base. And I think we all know the status quo of the board at the minute fuck me if we ever had a summer to do it folks it would have been this summer to spend big and get players in on big money but we didn't do it we're not going to do it in january because january for me is a harder month to get players nah, in. it's a
0: hard window it's a hard window to get it's very hard
1: very tough window unless you run about my loan deals but i don't want that happening either
0: nah unless there'll be the option to buy but again that there's they're still hard deals to do because
1: <laughs> do you remember fabian reader scott McTominay? Uh Nebukovich uh, Le- 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 fucking all these players were linked with us and they ended up moving for peanuts and we were all thinking they were gonna go for twenty million quid. Do you know it's mental I, so
0: know, I, I got sucked in it big time. I got sucked in it big time. I should have listened to Palm saying how the board's cheaper. But that's that's for another. Palm, is that
1: you car in the photo? You're not cheap. That's,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's Brendan Rogers, isn't it? Hello.
1: <laughs> but she was yeah. giving him a lift. He's
0: a chauffeur. Uh, I'll I'll leave I'll leave some of that chat out for when Willie's on just just to cheer Monty up just to cheer him up. Willie though, get him yeah, back. He'll, he'll have, I will get we'll get him back on. We'll see if we can get him away. If he's he's big. He's big. Sort of a VIP meetings and stuff like that. can he is Yes. Get him half love and all that. Um. But we'll just get
1: he did driveways, Bill. <laughs> oh,
0: he did. By the way, it's got, it's got a wee spinning bit and everything, man.
1: So oh, he, man. He could,
0: he could just park his car in straight and just turn it round. Honestly, Monty, yeah. you should see it. You should see it. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll look ahead to, to Lazio, Stephen. It's obviously our, our first home game this campaign in, in Europe. Obviously, we didn't get off to the best of starts uh, two weeks ago in Holland and stuff. A 2-0 defeat. But I think if we've got any aspirations... To do something in Europe this season, like to, whether it be progress out this group or drop in. I, I know you don't want to aim for Ford, but I think Ford mm-hmm. should be the minimum we should be really aiming for. I feel like, um, what, do you think Lazio at home, especially as a game? I think we need to be to looking at to, to get maximum points. I don't yeah. think a draw is the world's worst result, at, but I think. I think we really need to be looking at it now. Lazio, I have had I've obviously looked at the sort of i I've not I'm not sitting saying I've seen on a game of them, but I, I looked at some of their games, I've had an indifferent start. They're like they sitting twelfth in Serie A, which we all know is not the league it used to be. Not to say mm-hmm. that it, it's probably better than the the SPL Probably. It will be better, but it's will still there still will be, I think. When you look at the standard they are, compared to what maybe Lazio are now, I think you've got to fancy your chances. I've got to kind of caveat with this in the did beat eh, Napoli. I think it was away from home. They've, but they have been beat off like the smaller teams, like who've eh, got mm. down like Monza and things like that. But then in Genoa, Lecce are predominantly not really. Did you beat big by Italian. Milan They've, there in the
1: weekend?
0: I think they... aye, but then Milaners are, are not. I mean, they're not the Milan that. Maybe even you'll remember, Stephen, but <laughs> uh, but they still, still got beat, I suppose, off Milan. They got beat off Juventus, they, but they drew with Atletico Madrid in their first game. So, I, I, mm-hmm. by no means do I think it's going to be an easy... I'd be surprised if it's an easy game. But for me, I think it's, it's one we really need to be looking to win. I just think if you get the win, it just gives a lot of confidence because if it's... If there, it's a worst case scenario, where it's a defeat, it's like well, there's two games in zero points, as a, as another one of them, the campaigns. Whereas a draw, depending on the nature of draw, there's maybe something you can cling on and try and find positives. But certainly, we'll win regardless how the win comes. You would look at that and go, well, right, two games in, we've won our home game, lost our away game. It's, it's actually no bad start.
1: Well, I mean, uh, Lazio. I think as well that the result they had against Athletic Madrid helped us a lot. I think that was a blessing. If if we take a hundred percent, Stephen, if we take our opportunity here, their keeper scored a wonderful header. By the way, it was it was unbelievable, and the scenes after it too. And I've seen a lot of people take heart from our performances against Lazio under Lenny. But look two different teams, they've got, they've got they've got Sari now, in, in possession we've got Roger, so it's going to play out differently. Obviously, um for me, Franny, if we don't get maximum points in this game kiss buy the Kesko buy the Champions League football after Christmas. I'll say that I'll be a fight out for for third. If if we lose the game, I think that's a disaster. All round, man. I, I really do think it's a disaster. I think we've made enough excuses for Celtic in Europe. And like Stephen, I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm fed up of going into going into Not me, Stephen Murdoch. I'm fed up. I'm fed up going into these games. Well, you were the third person
0: there.
1: As a third person, like said, <laughs> no, I Stephen said no, but um. I'm fed up at the end of these games, full of optimism. Only after ten minutes we can see the fucking weird goal that only happens to us in Europe. We can see the most awful goals in European football. that no other club I've ever seen in the fucking world concedes, by the way. But um, yeah, Palmer is do or die. Lazio have been indifferent, have been indifferent, but they still got players like Felipe Anderson, Luis Alberto, Immobile, the players of that kind of standard. So I mean, a lot of kind of talent in that team. like you said, finally they're twelfth. They've been beat by Monza teams like that. Celtic need to come out of the traps and go at the throat of this team. We cannot let them settle into the game, especially in the first 20 minutes, because how many times have we seen the script now, especially since this whole myth of a cauldron, of a, an atmosphere that teams are afraid of that happened in the early 2000s up to, up till Gordon Strachan? It's gone now. It has completely faded into the distance because we've got this new breed of supporter who clap opposition players off the pitch and are happy uh, when I, players I, get, know, no no no, sure no but, but, I, but, but. I
0: clapped off the park.
1: well mate, I don't agree with it one bit but I, I don't agree with play, people who are happy when a team scuds is 6-0 and just because Niesto said Celtic Park's a fantastic place to play oh it's okay it's okay no it's not okay well, never acceptable no, no I'm not saying you did but I'm saying from my point of view this is what I'm saying isn't acceptable it's not acceptable to be taking coaches as a victory Taking clapping off players because they're superstars on your pitch—they would not clap us off the pitch. We're not—we're in, in opposition. You can shake hands after the game and clap all you want. We need to make Celtic Park the way it was when Martin O'Neill was there, the way it was when even Gordon Strachan to a certain extent. Lenny when we beat Barcelona. See now, teams like Copenhagen, teams like Rosenberg, teams like Cluj, a Glimp come to our our stadium and win like it's nothing to them. It's not acceptable for years and years and years is we're going to do better in Europe this season. Our aim's to challenge in Europe. Rogers will want to build herself in Europe again in Europe after Christmas. It's games like Wednesday night against Lazio where you have to put it on the table and win. You have to win these games. Do you know what I mean? And then if we get beat against Lazio, if we have two or three shots on goal, it's okay because we competed. Fuck that noise. It doesn't win you games because you competed in a match. At the end of the day, if you lose the game... That's it. You don't get no points for having a shot on target. You don't get no points for Luis Alberto saying Celtic Park has an amazing atmosphere. We need to be a force in Europe again. I'm not saying get the finals every year, get the semi-finals every year. But fuck me. Don't go there and accept defeat year in, year out. Our performance in the Champions League has been woeful. Woeful in the last 10 years. Absolutely Woeful. In the Europa League, yeah, it's been a bit better, but we still haven't won a knockout tie since 2004, and that for me is quite frankly embarrassing. It's embarrassing, do you know what I mean? And it's look, you're putting me thinking. off these comments, you're putting <laughs> me off these comments, but um, thanks, and thanks, Stephen, for, for, for agreeing. But but look, it, it pisses me off, and I'm sure people can tell that year in, year out, we're told we want to compete, we're told we want to do this, we want to make something Park of Fortress again. Do you know what? Do you know what annoys me saying I hear ex players? come out and say all the home ties are winnable when the fuck has that happened in the last five years hasn't happened average teams come to Celtic Park winning there's no this atmosphere thing it's great yeah but as soon as that team gets an early goal that's it and we're chasing we're making mistakes we shouldn't be making we're concealing goals from weirdly freaky positions usually in the script. Ten minutes in, we can see the goal or free kick or whatever. The the opposition players have their fingers in their ears and all this shit. It's we need to bust these myths, mate. We need to stop being absolute fucking idiots. It pisses so me off. It really does, it really does. And mark attitude alone doesn't win football mat- matches one hundred percent. But you show the right application, you show the fight, you show the desire, you show the will to win. You don't roll over, but average European teams come with the Celtic Park and win year in, year out. And then we'll have the same argument next season, what we're going to do in Europe better. We'll say the same things that we're saying this season, but then it'll be the same result. It's the same result year in, year out. It's, it baffles me in my brain why we think we're going to make an imprint in Europe right now. It really does because there's no evidence to say in the last five years we can, and that's the God's honest truth. A lot of things okay. need to change within the club. A lot of things, you mentioned transfer fees, and look, I'm going to say it then blue in the face, if we're happy to get on Palma at £3 million, Yang at £1.5 million, players like this, fair enough, but don't expect us to beat teams like Lazio, or don't expect us to beat teams like fucking Copenhagen year in, year out, when we can't compete. That's the truth. The way the boarders spend the money with us at the minute, the way these Us as supporters spend money year in, year out, merchandise, four kits a season, season tickets, going to away venues, back in the club to the help, and we get absolutely fuck all in return, but false promises and told we're going to make inroads in Europe. How many times have you heard that, Franny? Tell me. I'm interested.
0: We have. uh, But what I would say is, see this whole myth. I need uh, to
1: breathe. I need to breathe.
0: This whole whole myth that we need to make part of the (laughs) the fortress again. Cause and make it intimidating and stop making a tourist stadium. That, for me, is just passion for the fans. You try to tell me, so, like, I, you can't disagree, can't argue we beat teams under Martin and and Gordon Strachan, but you tell me Trezeguet, Del Piero, Nedved, um, Henri, Messi, Ronaldo, uh, who else could we got a name, Ryan Giggs, Wayne Rooney
1: name them all because they all played there at one point
0: yes and all got beat and you got beat because a fucking stadium was intimidating they, they were, do you think these guys had won World Cups European Cups won everything in the game were feared to come to Celtic Park. Do you honestly think they I'm were say, to come to Park? I'm not right, saying. We'll, I, I'm not. with we'll, we'll, that we'll, we'll nonsense. Well, but, no, no, but what I'm we're saying. No, what I'm day saying
1: day. is what I'm saying is the crowd made a big difference in that, in that aspect of things. Noise from the first minute to the last, buddy. So you, and so I tell you, te-
0: te- not no, no atmosphere at Park is that what you're No, there
1: saying? is atmosphere, mate. But there is atmosphere. Just but at, it turns it, it turns into a carnival for me. It turns out
0: I think it's, it's a not lazy, mate. It say, turns into a carnival for me. Park is not intimidating yeah. I think it's a lazy argument. When guys in the World it, Cup, guys that won countless Champions League, you're claiming they were.
1: They were well, then why the w- why were they beat then? They were beat by teams who work hard, who are physical, yes. who get yes, stuck in. We have of, none of that in the team. But, but none no of be, that
0: in the team. There were no, no beat because, no because our fan base was intimidating. Wait, was that, was let's
1: talk about the squads. Right. What did Roger first come in? He wants a strong athletic players. Right. got well, none of it, it none well, of
0: it in the group chat. Now I've got to kind of agree with you, but you're saying oh let's make Arnaud's in Europe when was the last time we made Arnaud's in Europe? That's Celtic, what I'm saying I, man I, I that needs Celtic, to change Celtic, I, Celtic I, but it's not going to change in one campaign we need to constantly we need to constantly kind of take. we need to constantly uh, get in the Champions League but then the board need to then spend money the board need to show ambition but we can't you can't just ignore the fact that all these other teams have got <laughs> We've got a lot more money than us.
1: Right, so then, Gank, so a team like Gank, Copenhagen, you're, you're trying just, to say teams like that. You're trying to say teams like that have more money than Celtic. Come on, TV money. Come on. They,
0: they can guarantee more TV money than us. They can guarantee. We turned over.
1: We, 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 we turned over than we. more than Farnold did. How
0: oh, did we? What do you mean we turned over
1: more? Our more. gross income is more than what Farnold got in a year. So we're richer. Really, we're we're tackling richer than Farnold.
0: Well, aye, maybe. Ten, but what you've got to look at is people. We don't. Players don't want to come and play in Scotland as well. I know we can't. We don't want to yeah, the league and things. I get but that. Geographically, we're hampered by where we are. That some players don't know what to come and play. Teams will want to go and play in Holland. Teams will want to play in Italy. Teams will want. Players will want to go and play in the EPL for your West Ham's for your your smaller clubs mm-hmm. in there. But and then I've I've seen some folk in the comments saying how. Some manager said the crowds made a difference. I don't, I don't think they did that. Like, I'm not saying, they did Who's any, saying that. Who's I'm, uh, saying that? Who's actually saying that? right Enough. Apparently, Alex Ferguson said it and stuff. But I, like, I'm not saying the crowd didn't make that. But there's no way players shut the bed. There's no way these world class players shut the bed to come to Parkhead. No way. No.
1: Well, way. I mean, the, the the many players back in that area say like they, they couldn't hear themselves on the pitch. So obviously yes. that plays a part on it, right? So that's you're enough. Tell me Look, like.
0: You try no, to tell I'm, me I'm Italian not. football back in the early two thousands was hot it's still hostile. Players would I, of would, course say it is. I would say their their pitches wasn't as intimidating as if you're what climbers they were up there. But these teams were constantly winning there and stuff. It's I, I, for me, it's a bullshit lazy argument going oh because we've clapped a couple of, a mm. couple of super now and Andres and Esther was clapped off no because he said he loved playing at Celtic Park, it was before you well, we said or that after. There? Said I said that, that after, after. That, but it was before that. Was it, it was clapped off, and he was clapped off because now, if you um, I reckon if you looked after he scored that uh winning goal in the world cup, he ripped off his t shirt and it had a message for his dead friend that had died recently.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa,
0: whoa.
1: whoa. No. I'm not right. saying anything about anyone's,
0: yes, I, I'm not. just saying, but I think, yeah. but you need to put context into why a lot you now you look at every league game for Barcelona after that. And if he got subbed, Andres and got clapped off at every stadium cause of what he done that day. Cause he what he done that day. But no. People like to look at go, it's cause he said it after a Celtic game. it's bullshit. He never said that. He never said that. And let's know and we say we didn't want a tourist to stadium, but you want to make it intimidating. You want you want the Celtic end. Everybody wants standing here and everywhere. You're essentially want to make it a fucking. Tourist I didn't stadium. say that. Everybody wants to go to Bruce Adortment Dortmund Stadium to see the wall. Mm-hmm. Everybody standing up. Is that not making it a tourist stadium because you want to make it a f- attraction for folk to come and see. It's making it a tourist stadium.
1: Well, I mean, Franny, if, if if you look at it as well, right? And look, obviously, I know we're an hour, 13 minutes in. It's great to have people still with us, and but. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at it, I'm coming across this, mate, as a mid level no, European club.
0: Like, Brian Morrison, fans influence games. What, what, I agree with him. Where, I 100% do, agree with him. Tell me, Galatasaray's European record lately.
1: Well, Brian Morris, if you have a wee look at Galatasaray's home form, fire it up. It'd be interesting take the to see it.
0: Now while you're talking.
1: But look, the, the way I see it is, and people have different opinions. Franny, 100% in the comments, might not agree with me, might not agree with you. I love all that, right? But to say the support doesn't make a difference, I think for me, it's it's mind-baffling to me. Look, I'm not saying they're the be-all and end-all. I'm not saying the atmosphere is the be-all and end-all, 100% not. I think the Green Brigade do a fantastic job, the TIFOs, the displays and stuff. Look, But if you go back to the 2000s, even up to the 2012, 2012, Celtics teams were physical, they were athletic, they weren't the most talented, and they, were the mo- they weren't the most gifted technically. But what they did, they gave you heart, desire and drive and they looked to win games at home, which they've done nine times out of ten. I'm not saying that recently. rogers came in and said he wanted strong, physical players. He got zero of that. It's probably you look at alzer Johnson, maybe fits that profile. Carter Fickers, players of that elk but very there's not very many for Celtic's team at the minute. Do I think Celtic need to beat Lazio tomorrow? Yeah, no, on Wednesday, hundred percent. Do I think we're capable of beating Lazio? I do. But what gives me the fear is the script that I see year in, year out of us conceding early goals of us chasing the game, not being streetways, being naive, getting the goal ahead, but then they pull one back and go 2-1 ahead in the blink of an eye. That's what I'm seeing from Celtic teams throughout the, throughout the last couple of years in, in European football. The support for me makes a huge difference, but it has to come down to the players to put that application of themselves onto the pitch, to feed into that atmosphere, feed into that excitement that's going around Celtic Park when the Champions League music hits. Then you get that performance. Just not seeing it at the minute, and look like what Eniasta did, I didn't know he'd done that with his friend. That's fair enough, but I can point the countless other players that have been clapped off the pits of Celtic Park. I don't agree with it. I really just think, what's the point if we go and play at the San, the Burnaby? No one's going to clap off James Forrest because he's a one-man club. Does that doesn't happen? It's I don't understand why we have to take this moral high ground. If a player plays a, a good game against us in the Chapman's League, they got look at Moserick. <laughs> Fuck that shit right out the window. Do, do you think they're going to really curve they don't get a clap? They're not going to give a shit. They're going to look at their bank account and go back to their comfy houses. Do you know what I mean? Well, San Fran, if I, <laughs> look, I'm not trying to come across here as uh, <laughs> having a bad attitude towards 100%. That. It's, it's just my, my opinion and my take on it. And people disagree with me. That's fine. I just think we've made enough excuses for this team, enough excuses for this board. And you said it, Franny. Willie said it. and I think, I think Willie, I agree with Willie. When, when, when have we made an inroads in Europe? And that enough tells me that we're doing fuck all in Europe. <laughs> and that shouldn't be the case for a club of our size, a club that we determine world class, a European force. Not good enough.
0: Uh, no, I, I agree. Maybe if you look at history, especially since sort of a,
1: Start what thinking. was Galatasaray's form? He, he, didn't, he didn't say nothing.
0: The, they won the Europa League in two thousand, mate. The, their overall European record is a thirty five percent win ratio. Superb, superb. They you They just sack home it. stats and that,
1: though. They just sack home that? stats and that. They just no, it doesn't matter. Go because oh, we'll drag I mean, them. I had
0: fucking two minutes, mate. I had two minutes, but they fans, <laughs> they fans have dragged them right to a Europa League final and they won it in two thousand. Well done, Galatasaray. Intimidating fans. Win your games <laughs> if intimidating fans win your games of football. If I'm not just win. pointing
1: out that fact, you can't say I've just pointed out that fact, I've said other things
0: but anyway. Right, we'll move on because this is dragged on longer, but we'll move <laughs> on to uh, the our lineup and and score predictions. Yeah. What, what do you think will be the score prediction? Uh, well, I'll, can your I go line, line up, up first? Aye, your line.
1: um, Joe Hart to come back in, Alistair Johnson, Nat Phillips, Liam Scales, Greg Taylor. Cal McGregor, O'Reilly, Hatata, I think I'll pick sales at the moment. I'll go Mied on the right. Oh, <laughs> Mied on the right, Kugo for the middle, and Palma to come in on the left, much like the, the farno game. My score prediction for Wednesday's game, as I said, I think we're capable of beating Lazio. I, I really do. I'm not downplaying our, our chances. I think Franny made a great point. They're in different form, gives me confidence in Serie A. I'll go Celtic
0: 2, Lazio 1. I think we've got the exact same statement. Because I've went, I've went hard. Uh, Arthur Johnson, Phillips has obviously got to come in for Lagabelco. I think it would be madness to be putting a lot in there. Um, Scales will obviously start Taylor. Midfield 3 for me, Praxit Selway, Callum McGregor, Rio Hattati and Matt O'Reilly. I was swaying, but I think I think Palma will maybe start on the left and Maeda on the right. And then Kyogo through the middle. And I've mm-hmm. I've went 2 1 as well. I think 2 1 a lot of Patrick McLaughlin's said 2 1. Uh Alistair Jackson 2 1. There's a few of them. I think Real and Kyogo.
1: Great side.
0: Uh maybe. I don't know what that is, but I'll take it. It looks like it's a compliment to me. <laughs> 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 uh, Palms are two what two one or two 0 Sam France 2 2 uh i Michael michael rossus a lot of two ones stephen a lot of two ones stephen stephen murdoch says he'll pass in the prediction that no, he's obviously got <laughs> con- he's obviously got confidence in he's, he's
1: give me confidence. give me a call after steven we'll, <laughs> we'll have a chat we'll have a chat don't
0: worry <laughs> but no that that's that's us for the night it's it got lively there at the end it's <laughs> that honestly that whole intimidating make it a terrorist it's
1: I didn't just I say that, Franny. Don't label and say, no, I, I, just say just a, I, I just
0: said that. I didn't. think it's a lazy argument. It's, it just grinds my gears, mate. But no, I just, I, it's, I thank you, everybody, for, for watching. Have you enjoyed this one tonight, Stephen?
1: I've made it. It's been brilliant. I didn't even realise it was going to go on that sort of rant. <laughs> it, it, it's, lifted, it's lifted a lot from me, to be fair. But yeah, no, 100% I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed all the interaction, as I said. It's all about opinions, people disagree, people don't agree and we kind of debate in the middle and see. We don't come to the conclusion. Obviously we'll just move on from it because people are now different opinions and all that, but yeah it's been great, I'm looking forward <laughs> I am yeah. cheered up, I'm happy, Sam Fran but it was fun to get that frustration out yeah. but I'm looking forward to Wednesday night looking forward to the Immobile coming off in the 60th minute and Franny clapping him and sending me videos and that, a hundred percent. But nah, nah, now,
0: I'll be doing. I'll be well. I'm going to Oh, you burning. Yeah, I'll, I'll be in Preston on Wednesday, so I'll be trying to find somewhere to watch it.
1: But all joking aside, buddy, it's been a great podcast, and I'm buzzing, buzzing to watch uh, the Champions League game on Wednesday. Looking forward to it.
0: Nah, I've, I've I've enjoyed it as well, Stephen. It's it's got lively there in this Monday night and stuff. But <laughs> again, thanks to everybody that's watching. Then we'll we'll look to have. a uh, a good we, a good result in, in Wednesday night. Get the Champions League campaign off, day, off the off to fly And then I can't remember who's on in, on Friday.
1: But... Me, me, uh, William Ross. This Friday. So
0: the the Friday team, the Friday team will be on, <laughs> the on Friday. Friday. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be on, on Let's go. With, they'll be di- dissecting, dissecting a a Celtic winning the Champions League and looking forward to going to ten points clear in the league. All will be Rosie on Friday. I will. We'll leave you and Budget farewell, hail, hail, keep safe, keep well, totally forgot what Stephen says, but bye.